0: Live from Studio B, this is Proudly Made in Canada by Local Laundry. I am your host, Mr. Connor Curran, one of the co-owners and co-hosts of the Proudly Made in Canada podcast. This is a podcast all about highlighting those people who are doing amazing things here in Canada that are going the extra mile to actually make things here in Canada. And today we have a very special guest. Uh, I'm really looking forward to to, to share in her story, to, to get in a chat with her. She's an incredibly inspiring person, someone that's very near and dear to the local honors heart been a big fan, a big supporter of ours for a long time now. Um, Miss Lucy aka Dunbells, all the way coming from us from Crow's Nest Pass. Miss Lucy, how you doing? We got you?
1: Ya. Yay, I'm here. How's it going, Kona?
0: Very well thanks. Very well thanks. How are you doing?
1: really good i'm so impressed with our technology skills right now
0: oh man we got mad technology skills we got <laughs> we got the podcast recording on a google hangouts on our laptops we figured out to get the instagram live going as well uh kudos to you you know and your, and, and your whole production team that you got there i'm uh, <laughs> just the ground. sitting
1: here observing the greatness
0: yeah yeah well thank <laughs> you so much for coming on we've been wanting to you know, um, I wanted to have you on the show for a long time now. You've been a big supporter of ours, a big fan of ours. We've been an absolute massive fan. It's it's funny because I, no one's actually a fan of yours, Lucy. They people don't become fans of yours; they become obsessed with you. So many people I've seen, uh, they're like, "Oh, like, oh, have you heard Lucy Dunbell's? And they're like, "I don't like Lucy Dunbell I love <laughs> Lucy Dunville. Like, like, I know my sister has become obsessed with you. I know you're you're helping some of my you know friends of family on their personal fitness journey, and they're just like there they there's something about you. you have this magnetic energy that people just like want to be around you have this like positive spirit positive vibe That people are just enamored with you so um i think you're great and so do everyone else does. i
1: think it's because i get obsessed with people too so it's like they yeah. feel like this this safe space where they're like okay i can be obsessed with you because you're obsessed with me too
0: yeah yeah and then <laughs> and then you and i were actually big fans of one another for a long time and then we finally met after like fanning over each other for a couple of years and it was just like we were both just like
1: I know. It's actually so I was reflecting on just like the local laundry, like because I was like, you know, how did I? I don't even know how I like even heard about local laundry. But then there was like, and this is years ago. And there was just so many cool little things that happened. And I even just remember this one time opening a bank account like my business bank account with ATB and I'm sitting there in this like northwest side of know, location that I've never been to and I'm just like trying to this fresh entrepreneur trying to figure everything out and I'm sitting across the table from Nick and then he like says something as he's like giving me all of my paperwork and like okay you're good to go like good luck yeah he was like oh talking about this other company that he has and he slides this business card over and I'm like wait, I've heard of this. And like, so even just little things like that is like, this is so weird that how all this is like intertwined, but what a beautiful love story.
0: Uh, absolutely. A business love story. One for the <laughs> ages. Now for anyone who's either tuning into the podcast or tuning in the Instagram live, who's not heard about the amazing and incredible Lucy Dunn Bells, give us a little bit of introduction to who you are, what you do, and uh, a little bit of background.
1: Yeah. So my name is Lucy Dunn. So it was so easy to just like name a company that sort of like, I'll never forget, obviously. And so Dunbell's is at its core. It's online personal training. It is strength training based. So we hate cardio. We're like sick and tired. I know that you share this love for running with a lot of people and I'm just like, stop running. Cardio sucks. And so we're a bunch of women doing a ton of strength training. We pair that with a nutrition plan that isn't about counting calories or any of that crap. And then We also just have like a really strong community focus as well so everything that we do all the decisions that we're trying to make is about what what can we do for this community and at the core of it sure it's strength training and nutrition but it's just so much more than that and that's been a really beautiful thing to see evolve and it really started like accidentally from my own journey because i had my own weight loss struggles Mm -hmm. and it took me so many years to figure everything out To the point where i was like why when i did figure it out from like a point of education i was like why is this not out there more why are people not talking about this and so um you know i launched into this business having no idea what the heck i was doing and fast forward a few years later and it's turned into something pretty special and um it's really be really cool to see that evolve
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And just to give you some insight on my life, you know, I used to be in the running and the and and training for marathons, but I've since stopped and now I'm all about that that strength and and food lifestyle. I'll tell you push ups and chin ups and and intermittent fasting and so you are uh, my
1: oh, I didn't know I could love you more. And now this, <laughs> <laughs> you just went up to here, Connor.
0: Uh, well, I did it for you. You know, I was just like, <laughs> I was like yeah, Lucy's right. Running sucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you were telling me about all these crazy races that you're going like flying over here and doing this race. And I'm just like, wow, this guy <laughs> is like committed to his running. And good for you. I'm not bashing running. No, it's just no. like so many of us spend years trying to do it because we think it's like the answer to the fitness yeah. thing. And it's just like, oh, pounding the pavement when you're miserable. Is, it's not a fun time.
0: Well, that's what I learned and, 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 you know, I want to get, I want to keep talking about you, but just from, you know, how I can relate so well to what you were saying is like, I was running these marathons, you know, and I run, I always pick destination and, you know, I went run in Germany and Greece and Dublin and that kind of thing. But then, you know, I was running to, to, to lose weight and be healthy, but then I was training and running, you know, 20, 30 kilometers a week. And I was looking at pictures of myself and I was still a big fella. You know, and like, I'm, I'm not a, I'm naturally a big guy. You know, I'm I'm in the Clydesdale category of, of, of when it comes to runners and, and racing. But I noticed like after I ran this marathon, my last one in Dublin, I was like, still, even though I was putting the kilometers, I was still overweight. Right. And I was like, there's something, something's not right because it's not the exercise. I got the exercise down pat. You know, I'm cardio for days, but there's something, something there. So I, I've been on my own journey in the past like two, three years. So very similar to you. Like, I, I, um, you know, I gave, gave up booze, started looking up, um, I gave up sugar, started looking up like intermittent fasting. I mostly just do, you know, body weight, fitness, and that kind of thing. And, and so I, I, I walk a lot, but I, I don't run, I don't run very much. So. So, <laughs>
1: I I love it. And it can <sighs> do just so many great things for our overall life. Like not just on the fitness side, but like what difference that makes to just, so many other areas is just like yeah. incredible. And so especially for women, I think it can be a little bit intimidating to like pick up heavy stuff and to mm. be, you know, throwing down weights heavier than the guys. And so we really try our best to create a safe space for that. And it's like like stop with the cardio and the pink, yeah. you know, resistant bands and the high pro details. We're kind of a little bit more on the gritty, like let's get down to some business, flip some tires, hit some shit. Yeah. And like that's kind of where we roll.
0: But I also love that it, what you're all about is it's not like everything that you love cut out for the rest of your life because you you still like most of us you love to eat you love your donut days you know I love I love every time I see it in your social like it's not about I love your mentality that it's not about just cutting everything out it's like about finding that balance like finding that works for you still have your donut days like still still eat and enjoy life but you know there's there's a balance to everything
1: Totally. Well, you know, everything in moderation. But, Mm -hmm. you know, when we get to the point, both male and female, when we cut something out and when we restrict ourselves, what do you think is going to happen after a certain amount of time? We just go to town on those things because we're so deprived. And so, you know, that's part of my journey too. I I struggled with an eating disorder Mm -hmm. and that's something that I still feel is not talked about in this like open space where people can just say, yep, I've, I've struggled with disordered eating or some sort of eating disorder. And so it's like, you know what? I've been in that dark place for years and years and now i realize that I can still have the results that I want. And so can you listening to this and you can still have cake and beer and burgers and whatever that you want. It's not about cutting that stuff out and just living that miserable life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love it. Now, now let's rewind a little bit back and, and let's go through your your journey a little bit more because uh if people can't tell by listening in on the podcast or the live you know uh, you have a lovely beautiful accent and uh, so you're not from here you're from Australia so talk a little bit about you know how you came to this country and and how you found yourself winding up in calgary and and did you start your business here did you start it there and Give us a little bit uh, of your backstory.
1: Yeah, gosh, it feels like many moons ago, but I was just like fresh out of high school, ready for some adventure. Everyone's like pressuring you to go to university and like figure out what you want to do when you're an adult. And I'm just like, what? Like I am drinking a case of beer and like going to the nightclubs. Like you want me to figure out what I want to do in my life? Like not ready for that. And so <laughs> I bought a one-way ticket to um, the States and I went and they have this fun thing where they get all of these Aussies and they bring them over and you work in their summer camp And it's like absolutely amazing experience. But, you know, you're probably making like five cents a week or something like that when it works out to like what you make. You do it for the experience. And then I just fell in love. Like I got the travel bug. I met some amazing people. I remember spending time all over the state and then going home and people was talking about like stuff that I was like is this, like, are we seriously talking about this drama and and these sorts of things? Like, is this what's filling your world right now? Like, I've just seen some of the most amazing things over the other side of the world. And so I was just like, whatever, I'm going again. And so I just, like, took off. And then, yeah, that was, like, pretty much, that was it. I didn't go back home other than, like, a few weddings and family visits and things like that. Um, so I landed in, I spent a lot of time in the States touring around there, uh, our work visas ran out. And so we did the typical Aussie ski bum thing and we're like, let's go work at a ski hill. And so we went to Whistler, um, and it was just so much fun. But then I started to, you know, actually grow up a little bit and I was like, what does, what does the rest of my life look like? Because I had an amazing job with the sled dogs and it was so much fun, but again, no it was like. I didn't, I was just scraping my pennies together and you can't make a really good life there as far as like what I envisioned for myself. And so moved to Calgary a few years later um, and then really just started to call that home. I started to really enjoy that the mountains were close enough to a big city so i could kind of have both and then yeah started the business in calgary when i first moved there i actually had a job as a at a dry cleaning um place on 17th ave because i was just like whatever like i'll do anything like, i don't care i just want to meet people and have some fun and that was my first ever job and then i the thought of owning a business or running a business just like never even crossed my mind until i started to get connected with some people and be like what is this entrepreneur thing everybody's talking about? It's still a word that I struggle to spell, but I am interested <laughs> in whatever these people are doing. Cause it looks fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It is a hard word to spell.
1: It's so hard. <laughs> like if you can spell that you're already qualify as someone who could be one.
0: Sometimes I even struggle with spelling the world, the word business. I'm like, how many S's are in business? <laughs> Too I many. Don't get, I do to know this. <laughs> Too <many. laughs> Oh, so that you're working with a dry cleaner, you, you figured out you want to start this business. Now, had you gone on your own personal, you know, uh, weight loss journey before all this travel or was this going on while you're traveling or
1: Yeah, so I was actually living in New York at like the height of where I was like, not able to fit into clothes anymore like I was at this shop in Soho and it was like this well-known store for these jeans and I went in there with some friends and I wanted a pair of jeans and I didn't fit any of the sizes that they had and so it was basically like you're at the point now where you know I probably could have got some stuff from Walmart but Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't want that for my life and so I'm like okay what is going on here and that's where I really started the journey of like trying to figure it out so I you know went to things like Weight Watchers I joined Jenny Craig I got a trainer uh, I was doing all of these things just like dabbling in them, not knowing what was right from wrong and just like trying to lose the weight. And I was really good at like dropping 30 pounds and then I'd put it back on and then, you know, Christmas would roll around and I'd skyrocket up and then I'd like get really good come summer. It was just this yo-yo wheel that I was always running on. And so when I moved to Calgary, I started to get actually like more educated. So right. it was like, okay, what does this look like to take some nutrition courses? And what does it look like to become certified as a trainer? And so just doing this for my own like knowledge, not to the point where I thought, oh, this is because I want to start a business. And then myself went to the other side of things where I figured out how to lose the weight, but then I became really obsessive with it. I became really restrictive and controlling around not only my workouts, but my food to the point where I was like, okay, now I've got to learn all about, how to stop binge eating every single weekend and that's a whole nother set of skills and from the education side that you need to know about like what's going on with your brain and so it was this like years of navigating this journey Um, but it was sort of when I was coming out of that eating disorder space that I was really like I had a blog at the time actually, because that was a cool thing to start when you just wanted to like get your story out. And I actually had started the Instagram account that I still have now sharing some of my like weight loss pictures, and that was helping me stay motivated. And then yeah, a few conversations with a, a few very dear friends who were like, you need to turn this into a business and I can help you if you want. And that's sort of how some things started clicking into place.
0: Oh, amazing. But now you, you you took kind of a different approach because most people will be like, I've been on this journey myself. I've done the education. Like, I want to help people. And then the first thing they hop to is, you know, I want to become a personal trainer and just work one-on-one with clients. But your business is completely different. You kind of wanted to help as many people as you can, you know, simultaneously with, with, without that that, that kind of one-on-one, right? Talk, walk us through how it's a little bit different than your standard, you know, personal trainer relationship? Yeah.
1: So everything's all online through an app. We do coaching calls every single week in a group format. We do fun things like virtual workouts promise you they're actually fun and then we also like play crazy games like Friday nights we'll get together everyone has a few drinks and it's like you know never have I ever and just like trivia games and we've got such a good community there and people really have it's become very clear to me that people are lacking this safe space where they can truly be themselves and so um, where that started was the fact that I was looking at all these trainers that I had been to for my own, you know, weight loss journey. And it was like, gosh, this is a dog eat dog world that I do not want to be part of. And I, the thought of me standing for 12 hours a day on a gym floor and, and just like only getting to see that person for 45 minutes. And like, that is not the relationship that I yeah. want with my clients. So I didn't really know what that looked like, but I knew that I had to develop something to get around that. And it was just crazy. Like when I first announced on Instagram, Hey, like, you know, those little, um, their name tags and they say, hello, my name is, and then you fill it out. (laughs) That's like how I did my announcement of like, this is my business. And I had the business name. I know. So cool. Right. Um, then I was like, hi, my name is Dunbells, And like I have this eight week program and within 45 seconds, someone in Mexico bought my program and I was like sitting there looking at the thing being like, Holy smokes. Like, this is the start of something. And at that point I was very green, didn't really know much. um, And I was just trying to figure it out as I go, but it was at that moment that I was like, this is cool because I physically wouldn't be able to, as a trainer in a gym, be able to help this woman. And now like, let's go. And that was such an exciting time.
0: That's incredible all the way from Mexico. Yeah. Like
1: so, so random. And like at that time, like my program and like how everything was running was very like, I feel so sorry. There's still some actual clients that like train with me because after the eight week program, we have amazing clients that want to keep leveling up. And so we have a monthly option and you know, I've got clients that are still with me from these early days and they talk about the OG days and how horrible the program was back then. And you know, it, it got results. It wasn't that, that it was, uh, needing the change it was just like you know they got this pdf bible to print off (laughs) and it was like everything was over email everything was just very like clunky because i didn't really know what i was doing and now those people are you know they're in the app they're clicking two links to be able to do things and they're like rocking and rolling and they're like oh man remember those days of just like the pdf exercise bibles and everything that you know i made them do but so cool to see how far it's come and people in mexico that are like you know still clients that um, just love logging onto the community, logging onto the app and, and having it all there at their fingertips.
0: Now, how many years ago was that when you first got that, that first client in Mexico? So
1: how the end years? of 2016 when that was all going down.
0: Wow. Wow. So that's, yeah, you've come a long way. So kind of about the same time when uh, when we started Local Laundry, we started 2015. So we've been on our respective journeys kind of, kind of similar. Now, when, before I started Local Laundry, I tried like everyone else uh, to build an app. Um, and having no software development or app development background, which I imagine you you don't either. And I I failed miserably at trying to build an app. It was terrible. Walk me through, like, how, if someone wants to build an app, or, or, like, what did you do from, like, you know, you're you're you know food and exercise in and out, but now you have this idea for an app. Like, how did you bring that to life?
1: Yeah, so actually, it's kind of like a blessing that all of the clunky stuff happened because it really <laughs> made it so clear of like, okay, what do these people really need and what's very important to them? And it was sort of just, you know, I had the the blessing of having a, a few clients to the point where I could ask them like, mm-hmm. what what do you really want? What would make this easier for you? And I remember that sort of, you know, I would hear it all the time. i go to these events and people were talking. About at like market research, and I was like, Well, how am I supposed to do market research? But you know, I, you hear these buzzwords as an entrepreneur, and then you don't really realize actually, like, I can do that, I have it right yeah. in front of me, and I can ask this handful of people what would help them to make this better for them. And so, that's kind of how I actually started to pull out from that original program like what that looked like and an app still wasn't even like in my mind um it was kind of like okay do we do this like video conferencing thing like that was kind of where I was thinking the transition would go to and then um I can't even remember how I stumbled across them but there's a company based in Colorado and they sort of white label things for you so they've got all of the Uh, you know, back end already built. They've been doing this for years for personal trainers. Mostly their focus is people that are in the gym. So if you're a trainer in a gym, you have, you know, Susan coming in and you want to pull up her program, you pull it up on the app, you make sure you see what she's done in the past and you're still working with her, but it has this amazing functionality to do remote coaching as well. And so they, uh, you know, for the fees and, and everything that you want to hey, instead of full on development, you can plug into their um, software and essentially white label it so that you can make it sort of your own and put in, build out your programs exactly how you want them to be. But they've got such good, um, you know, they've for years been doing the tech side of it. So they've got such good like integration with other apps out there for fitness um, and just like user friendly. And so that's kind of how that all started is dragging the best pieces from what was horrible and clunky and then being like, okay, we're, we're going to an app
0: yeah i love that and, and again you know i start to see so much so much so many parallels between your story your journey and ours and local laundry because because that was my mistake when i went and tried to develop an app it was like oh let's build an app let's hire a developer and let's build it from scratch you know yeah. and i ended up wasting a lot of money and the, the app was garbage right but then when it came i learned from that when it came time to build like i was like oh t-shirts instead of doing the traditional let's go buy or let's go manufacture this shirt on my my own and i got to make 500 or let's go i got to go print 2 300 i found a similar partner you know out of the states that could do drop shipping right that that white yeah. labeled all the shipping all the fulfilling and i think that's something that a lot of business entrepreneurs uh, you know that are just starting out that it's something that they really need to 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 think about because a when you're starting out you have no money And you don't really know what you're doing. So if you could, if you have an idea, you don't have to go out and build it. And that doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to start from scratch. There's lots of great tools out there that can get your product to like 90% of where you need it to go. Right. And it doesn't have to be exactly perfect to how you vision, but it's so itch. I never knew that was a possibility. when it came to ads. I never knew that was a thing. But of course it is that makes so much sense
1: yeah it's kind of like whenever i and i'm i still to this day do this i'll open the laptop and I have this grand idea and here I go like knees deep building and creating and doing all of these things myself that I'm clearly not supposed to be spending my time on. And then I'll get like, you know, maybe a quarter of the way through and then something will pop up that like reminds me, wait, like a, you don't have to do this by yourself. And B this is not where you should be spending your time. And so I've really had to swallow daily like a piece of that pie of being like this is you know i could pay someone to do this and sure when you're just starting up you have to be very mindful of where you're spending those dollars because every single dollar matters um but it's so much you know you can then stay in your lane do what you're really good at and let other people help you build the other things that you're not so good at but hey i still have moments to this day where i'm like oh like we're gonna do a new whatever. And then I'll like start doing it all myself, designing it, all these things. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm terrible at this. Like I yeah. can hardly, like grammarly, like is something that saves my butt every single day. Cause like, I cannot spell very well. I cannot put sentences together that great. And so it's like, use these tools to your advantage and realize that, that maybe that's just not your strength and that's okay. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. So you started in 2016, you get this app going. Now fast forward to this year, and the whole world's been thrown upside down with this pandemic. And but luckily for you, you know, whereas most people have traditional fitness um, gym spaces, or they're doing one on one, it's almost like you built this your your whole business around timing like this, right? This is the, your business was built for this pandemic. And the, I'm not trying to belittle the, the pandemic and, and all those businesses that do do the traditional method. But uh, it sounds like what from what I imagine, this pandemic, you know, pretty great for you. I mean, th- did you see a huge uptick in 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 online and new clients and signups and, and walk us through what COVID has been like for you and your business?
1: Yeah, it's it's so crazy. Because instantly when this started happening, my mind went to Holy smokes! People are laid off. Nobody's going to buy an eight-week right. program. Okay. Yeah, of course. All all of my monthly clients—they're going to pull their memberships because they, you know, can no longer afford it. Or health, you know, working out and like doing this sort of thing is going to become the bottom of their priority list when they've got kids at home that they know how to homeschool and like. So my mind instantly went to sort of that negative side um, right, and yeah. all the bad things that were about to happen, the, the lies that you tell yourself. And then, yeah, it was the exact opposite. It's been incredible to see people saying, Hey, like I followed you for years and now more than ever, I want to make my health a priority. So I'm signing up or, you know, people saying I no longer have a daycare expense. So I've got this $500 a month that I you know was using a few times a week, but now I'm putting that money towards your program and like, let's do this. And so it's been really, cool to see people um, who maybe wouldn't have signed up otherwise realize what potential they can have and what what they can do with even just their body weight at home with some support, with some accountability and with an actual structured program to get their results. And so that's been a really cool side. And then you know, for the first month, like I was just absolutely swamped because all of my clients that are in a gym environment, gyms are closing their doors and gyms are shutting down. And so not only is there there some work involved to make sure their program is, is good for them at home now, there's also a lot of like the mentality that went on for people of like, well, here go my goals. And, you know, I'm never going to be able to deadlift 400 pounds now because like, what am I supposed to do at home? And so there was a lot of that like coaching that had to come out to help mm-hmm. these people through this and at the same time everyone was going through these just like uneasy times of the world which created this stress on us like we've never felt before so I was very fortunate that everything was built like a well-oiled machine to sort of handle all of this but yeah. it was a very interesting time to see how people were actually surprising me and making their health more of a priority than I think I was expecting during such a like stressful time in the world
0: amazing amazing yeah because i think now more than ever or during the quarantine more than ever that's when you've really got to stay start taking care of your mental health your physical health and you have this great opportunity it's been so awesome to see like people you know really take full advantage of that and start to see results i know me personally i mean like my wife and i we you know we stopped eating eating out you know we stopped eating junk and just going for walks more and you're starting to see, see these benefits and now i'm like man, I don't even ever want fast food again. Like, I, I, I really enjoy working out at home and, and all these things. So I, I hope that people will take the good parts of the quarantine, as terrible of, of a time as it was, and really carry that on and learn from it. And it sounds like a lot of your clients.
1: Yeah, I think so. Now we're going to start to see that transition of people needing to make that decision, what they want to do. Do they want to continue with their gym memberships? And mm-hmm. and there was actually a, a really neat piece as well. I had quite a few um, you know, studios some in Calgary and some just all over the world, you know, I was jumping on calls with them because they're like, what do you do with so many people online? Like, how do I, you know, how do I make this run? And like, how do I keep my people happy? And what do you do? And it was so awesome to be on the giving side of that because I've had so many people be so kind to me with their time, their advice, their wisdom and all of these things. And it was so awesome to be able to be like, yeah, let's jump on a call. I know exactly what you need to do and I'll show you what I do and share that with you. And I think that that's been such a cool bonding um, experience for a lot of the like in-person brick and mortar studios to see what they can do maybe in their business going forward online as well. It's a really cool, cool time for a lot of those companies.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Now looking forward to the future, what do you see, you know, what do you see your business doing in the next five years? You know, what what what's your big, hairy, audacious goal these days?
1: Oh, I like actually, roll? this is something that, I go back and forth with because I'm very hard on myself when I when I set goals and I even fall like you know a tiny bit underneath them I just like beat myself up so hard and I'm just like well the whole thing's a a flop and this is just like why do I even bother anymore and so to be honest with you right now I've been actually just like leaning way more into just like trying as much as possible to be like in the now and taking really good care of everything that's going on and knowing that the next steps maybe I don't have to have them figured out right now and you know I've I've got ideas of course of things that I want to do uh, and things that are places where I want to take it but at the same time there's just like sometimes in being in that uncomfortable space, because I'm such a doer, yeah. being in that uncomfortable space of like, how about just sit back for a second and let some of these fruits of your labor grow is really hard for me and more difficult than setting those goals. So I don't actually, nothing super high, big, scary goal comes to mind right now simply because I'm just working really, really hard every day to be like, okay, this is like, why do I need to worry? This is actually exactly like, it's better than I had even planned a year ago. And like those sorts of things versus being really hard on myself and, um, you know, setting these goals that I just like run myself into the ground trying to achieve. Um, That's kind of where I'm at right now when it, when it comes to goals. And I think it's just because also like, we've had this big shake in this world and we've Mm. had sort of our eyes open to things. And I'm really enjoying a little bit more of the flexibility and freedom of owning a business. Mm. Um, My wife is now not working. And so like we've been spending a lot of time together and putting more attention into that than setting these huge goals that I'm just going to like crush and just like run myself into the ground. Well, we got
0: a little, little, little bit of a leg in the, uh, and it must be that 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 internet out there Are you back now you hear us yeah okay did, you,
1: did i lose you guys
0: a little bit just a little bit but we we, we got it. it must be that that, that mountain internet that uh, that you had mentioned before
1: the mountain life
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um so do you have a team or is it just you that's, that does everything
1: so i definitely have like people and contractors and those things um but as far as um like core on the payroll team that's just me
0: wow that's incredible that you've you've had so much success and you've built this really from the ground up with nothing and uh and you've had so much success with it no wonder people are obsessed in in an hour with you you're so you're such an inspiration
1: (laughs) i think i lost you for a sec connor
0: oh i was just i was just singing your praises i was just saying how great you are (laughs) <laughs> you didn't. You, you didn't miss much. Well, listen, listen. I won't take a, no problem. No problem. The internet's a little shaky right here. That's that's no problem. I won't take up too much more of your time. If you can still hear me, I'd love to. Um, uh, I I'd love. You know, if someone was, if you were to meet yourself like four or five years ago, someone was about to start a business now, and they came and asked you for help. Like, what was the one thing you tell them who wanted to start a business, and they're. Square zero. What would you tell?
1: Oh, that's such a good question. Um, and I think I'll just speak from like experience, get out there and like meet people and Mm -hmm. don't be afraid to do some of that. What you think is like not super sexy work because, (laughs) you know, I really do remember those early days and Monday to Friday, I was out networking. I was out shaking hands. I was out learning. I was out meeting people. And that wasn't necessarily always my focus as like, I need to add clients. So I need to go to this networking event. It was more so on the side of, I don't know what I'm doing in business. So I need to meet some people who are successful at this and who I can ask if I can buy them lunch so that I can ask them some further questions. And so that was really what the number one thing I would recommend to people is obviously right now it's a little bit different, but there's still a ton of stuff that you can do virtually to connect with people and learn from people and grow yourself as someone who can run a successful business. And so Yeah. My number one piece of advice is like, don't be afraid to do that stuff. That's not super sexy, especially in the beginning, get out there, meet people, learn from people. And when you find that you're that person, then giving out all the advice to others, it's like you've now, I believe outgrown the sort of entrepreneurs you're hanging out with. It's time to go and get some know hire maybe like more wealthy entrepreneurs and like surround yourself with those people and just like always be the person that's like not the smartest at the table and has has so much to learn and you know i know that there's a lot of people that you and i both know who have been those people for us who have been those like people who are saying well this is how i do it and they sort of open their business books essentially, and they'll, they'll show us insight, but you have to go out there and meet those people and build a connection with them and, and ask those questions. And that was so helpful to me in the beginning that that's how, if I was to start something else, that's how I would do it again. I would go out there and I would learn again and, and do that sort of connecting and um, meeting people in that space to figure out, okay, hey, what, what don't I know? And it's pretty much everything. So what can I learn from this awesome person that I'm talking
0: to? Absolutely, that's great advice. I love it. And then I'll just I'll just end the show on, on probably my favorite Lucy Dunn story of them all is that uh, your family have become like the unofficial like super fans, super local laundry family because I think like every single member in your extended family and they none of them live here. They all live in Australia. Have yeah. all got a single piece of local laundry somehow uh, from from the oldest in the family to the brand new. And uh, your mom, I've dealt with your mom loads of times and she's just an absolute delight to, uh, to, to chat with. But my favorite memory is one winter, I think it was about two winters ago. It was, I was just chilling at the house. My wife wasn't there, my sister was there. We're just hanging out and you know, having tea. And then I get a call or text because we live pretty close. And you're like, hey, I have uh, my whole family's here from out of town, from Australia and they want local laundry, gear. do you have anything? And I was like, Lucy, I got whatever you need, you come on by. And we lived in a teeny tiny house and you came. I thought maybe you're coming with your mom, or you know, I need to bring your wife. But I think you had maybe about like eight or nine people there. Like you had your brother, your mom, your wife, your brother's wife, your brother's, you know, baby, and, and just all this like winter night. And I was just like grabbing all these boxes and sweaters. Like, does this fit you? No, take that off. Yeah, does this fit you? And uh, and, I, and that's why I think you got that sweater that you're rocking there now. <laughs>
1: yeah that is like by far my favorite story too so it all started with we went to an australian trip and we're like okay what can we when you travel when you're traveling with just a suitcase to australia it's like you're it was christmas time and it's like gift giving you've got to be thoughtful about this. And so it's like, we always love to support companies that we love as well. And so like local as much as possible, but also just companies that have a greater mission and are doing awesome things. And so I'm like, let's just get them some local laundry sweaters. And so this was like before this edition. And yeah. so we got everyone t-shirts, sweaters and like all these beautiful local laundry things And on Christmas day, everyone opened them and was like, Oh my gosh, like this is so cool. And then, you know, we came back to Canada and we seriously got like videos and every time we FaceTime them, they're all wearing their, stuff I'm like you guys don't have to just like wear that if you are trying to like show us that you like our gift no everyone loving it we go back to Australia everyone's down at the Sydney bridge you can see the bridge in the the background and the opera house and everyone's pulling out their sweaters for a photo and I'm just like oh my gosh and so then some family come and visit Canada and we had been in I think Canmore
0: yeah
1: or Banff and yeah yeah we see these local laundry. So we are like the poor people in the shop. We are like <laughs> ripping, ripping these clothes off these hangers. And like, everyone's trying them on in the store because they're like, we've got to get the local laundry stuff. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, here's the store. We got it. And it didn't have enough sizes for everybody. And so I do the emergency call and I'm like, Connor, like people are leaving tomorrow and we like, do we need some gear? And so, yeah, on your Saturday night, your beautiful movie night with your sister, <laughs> we're also a bunch of Aussies don't know how to, <laughs> they don't know how to do winter so they come in with their snow boots i remember and they start walking they start walking through your house and i'm like oh my gosh take off your snow boots and they're just like you know oh sorry so then they all file back into the opening area of your house like it was just a gong show
0: oh but i love it i had such a blast because Aussies are like some of my favorite people in the world. And my like my sister loved it. She like, that's where she first met you. And that's where she first became obsessed with you. And then she's like, I'm like, Kira, I need a small of like, and, and then like great. Give me a small. And she's running around getting tried out and everything. And it was yeah. so much fun. One of the most memorable nights. Of- yeah, yeah that understand.
1: was a lot of fun. And now you just occasionally get the like, hey Connor, like another baby's popped out, what's the, <laughs> size? what's the smallest size I can buy off you for this? And it's just like, it will now forever, it's forever a thing. We have uh, we cannot see family without some local laundry gear.
0: Oh, I love it. Well, I know you're you're trying to get home soon. So before you go, you let me know, I'll get you whatever you need. You know, mama Dunn gets whatever she wants. <laughs> Uh, that that's a rule we have written down somewhere at the local laundry head office here. Uh, oh, that's awesome. But, uh, whatever you need. Well, I won't I won't take up any more of your time. I just want to say thank you, Lucy. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you, and and thank you so much for hopping on this podcast, hopping on this live, putting up with us. Um, this has been an absolute treat. Really learning and hearing more about your story, and I can't wait until we can hang out with that uh, with with you and your wife again in person. I uh, I believe you and your wife still owe me and my wife. Uh, a double date before, before you go. So um, we got to have you over for dinner before, before you, you go back home. So
1: we'll definitely do that. Cause I'm going to need to raid your basement for some gear to take with us.
0: Absolutely. We'll kill two birds with the one stone. <laughs> I'm telling you, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of it. Well, thank you so much. We're going to end the live here and then I'm going to sign off on the, uh, on the podcast. So thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Liz. And thank you for everyone who, who tuned into the Instagram live. We'll yeah. Talk thanks soon.
1: so much for having me on Connor. And thanks everyone for listening.
0: Our, our pleasure.